This is, this is, this is my own damn show. Which way, which way, bitch way, will that river flow? Sticks and the stones, they may break your bones, but words hurt forever when truth destroys your dream. Words hurt forever when truth destroys the dream. <laughs> Welcome to the Stan the Joke Man show. I am Stan the Joke Man. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Attention, everybody. We got letters. You got mail. You got mail. You got mail. I got crabs. Once in a while, we get to open up the old mail bag here and... Um, Take a look at some of the folks out there that are riding into the show at Joke Man Productions LLC on Facebook. That's where you'll find me. Uh, by the way, I'm in a severely bitchy mood today. I moved a cord of wood yesterday by myself, and you're thinking, well, that's not a big fucking deal. I'm not talking about a rick of wood. I'm talking about a cord of wood. And not only did I move it once, twice, three times... Fuck that. It was no lady. It was a bitch. And <laughs> I am so sore and in great pain. Please don't give me any shit today. That's why I don't want to do anything special. I'm just going to sit here, if you don't mind, and read the fucking letters. It's bad. And we'll probably do some news, too, I guess. Shit. I'm really sore, so stop it. All right, well, the shit is stacked, and I'm done. I'm ready for the winter and the high gas prices. I've got wood. Fuck. I was fucking 22. I could knock that shit out and still go nail my lady four times and down a 18-pack of fucking beer. <sighs> hate getting old. So let's look at somebody else's miserable life here. And... All right. <laughs> All this just to keep the house warm in the wintertime, folks. All right. Uh, Stan, I don't know if I can still love my grandma after what I found out about her past. She died when I was seven. She was my favorite person, and I adored her. She played me and blah, 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 taught me how to bake, told me stories, didn't care that I was playing in the dishwasher. I always knew that before she married Grandpa, she had worked as a cook in an American Indian boarding school in the U.S. I know now how atrocious, evil, and disgusting those places were. They practiced government and church condoned cultural genocide and were places where children were sexually and emotionally abused. Although I love my grandma, I'm embarrassed, angry, and disgusted that she worked in one. If it was church-affiliated, I know she would have overlooked any abuse, even if she saw the act. How can I get past my anger and hurt at someone for something they did a lifetime ago? She's been dead for more than 40 years. Hurt granddaughter. Well, you're a real shit-ass, hurt granddaughter. <laughs> I wonder if your grandmother ever realized she was around such fine company, you little shit. You know, your grandma is allowed to have a past, and I would imagine 40 fucking years ago, especially, and I remember how things were, times be a tough. Nobody had any fucking money. And I tell you, if she had to work there, it beat the hell out of sucking dick in the park. Why don't you quit hanging a rain cloud over your grandma's head for something somebody else did? 
and using fucking adverbs to make your damn decisions for you. Since you don't have any evidence of how she treated other people, here's a question. How did she treat you, you little shit? Give your grandma a break. Sorry. I get a little heated and shit like that. If you don't want honest answers, don't write in. Thanks for the letter. Appreciate it. All right. Here, what do we got next? Oh. Oh. My wife died two years ago. I met a woman shortly afterward. We dated for a year. Shared the same hobbies. We're very intimate. We were inseparable. Now, after a year of marriage, we don't do anything together, and she has put on 30 pounds. Why the fuck are you throwing that in there? What does that have to do with anything, 30 pounds? Her three girls, who I was led to believe were independent at ages 20, 22, and 24, are actually supported in part by her. Her 15-year-old son still lives with this, stays in his bedroom all day on his computer. He gets food delivered and does no chores. I make $250,000 a year. She works and earns about fifty grand. I give her an allowance to help pay for her son's private school and whatever else she wants. It's obvious that I'm not number one in her life. Since she just returned from a girl's weekend, I funded... You're full of shit. There's no way this fucking letter is for real. I may not be number two either. My friends say I should run. She's gold digger who took advantage of me. Well, that's a duh. I can't... Why the fuck didn't they warn you before you married her? Or let her move in. Whatever the fuck. Uh, I can't believe I was so wrong. I can. Um, and I'm always giving her one more chance. Well, that's your fucking problem, dildo. What do you want from me? Advice on how not to be a fucking pussy? Stand up, you goddamn needy pussy. Sorry, I'm being so harsh, but... You're fucking crazy for jumping right into the relationship after your wife died. If I don't know anything about that, so I'm not going to say anything about that, man, but... What I, what I can say is it's probably fair to say she was paying real close attention when your wife died and she targeted you. What you got going on now is your fucking problem. Hey, here's a good idea. Go on vacation, yeah, and then have somebody burn the fucking house down. <laughs> That's a good way to get them out. I'm not telling you to do that. I'm just throwing, I'm planting seeds. Okay. What were we talking about? Oh, yeah, you're a fucking wimp, man. I don't mean throw her out in the fucking street. Give her time to find a fucking place to live. But this shit is over. Yeah, if you really love this woman, also putting on 30 pounds is fucking irrelevant. Why did you throw that in there? Are you trying to find reasons? Shit, she's got four of them. Four fucking kids you're footing the bill for, and they're all adults, um, except for the 15-year-old, but he's on his way. The only problem I see in that whole relationship is you, because the relationship is still happening. Quit bitching. Grow a pair and kick their fucking asses out. <coughs> Thanks for writing in, man. Hold on. Here's one, here's one. 
Dear Stan, I hate my job. That ain't a fucking letter. It's common sense shit. Quit. Get another job. Start putting feelers out. Put together a resume. Dress it up. Start talking to people, including friends. All I need are those first four letters on that letter. I'm not even going to read the rest of it. Why? You hate your job. Real simple. Don't go on a killing spree. Don't stay there and be fucking miserable. Put feelers out. I got great advice from a guy one time. He told me no matter how good your job is, no matter how much you get paid and how successful you are at it, never stop looking for other ways to make a living. No matter how well you got it and how secure you think you are, you're wise to keep yourself relevant out there. Look, we have a company here in Henrietta, Anchor. Anchor has offered me a job four fucking times over the years, four fucking times. And fortunately, every time they called, I was employed. I like that. And I was happy where I was. But the very second you're not happy and you get that call, you're fucking gone. Put that notice in. Leave. And the uh, phrase, well, I can't leave, is a bullshit excuse. Think about it. Sure it is. It'd be tough to leave, but not impossible. I should be a sharecropper. I'm good at planting seeds. Oh, wait a minute. I was a sharecropper. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Being that the show airs at high noon, this letter is completely relevant. Stan, and I have been with my husband for seven years. Seven-year itch. I'm tired of having the same fight every day. He smokes marijuana, and I hate it. It's been a constant battle for years. We tried therapy. Therapy? They have weed therapy? You couldn't work this shit out in weed therapy? Which helped for a while, but he goes back to smoking behind my back. We tried to reach a compromise that he smoke only after a certain time of day, but it still leads to fights. He shuts me out when he's doing drugs and says, I don't care about his happiness because it's something he enjoys and I'm taking it away. I love him so much, but I hate drugs and I don't like who he becomes when he's smoking. Oh yeah, who does he become? Your stoned husband? Hell, since we're on the topic, have you ever been his drunk wife? Or Xanaxed up or Ritalin'd wife? <laughs> There's more to this fucking story. I want to have a baby, but I am uncomfortable with drugs being in the house. I feel like I can't trust him to be alone with a baby when he's high. Wait a minute. You haven't had the baby yet. What the hell are you babbling about? Here we go again, somebody letting adverbs, what-ifs, and perhaps, and maybes guide their fucking life. I don't want to leave him, but I can't take it anymore. Having the same fight every day is exhausting. So stop having it. Don't get me wrong. If he was doing lines of coke and smoking crack or shooting heroin or drinking himself stupid, that would be one thing. Because those are all highly addictive drugs and they can destroy people and lives like that. Weed? Shit, I hope he makes it off the couch today. If that's the worst of your problems, and I don't want to marginalize it, but calm down. 
Sounds to me like you just don't want to be with him anymore and you're looking for an excuse. I don't know that, but I'm guessing there's two sides to this fucking story. The fighting goes on and on. And it's had a really negative impact on our marriage. Well, of course it has. If you're fighting with him about it every day. And if he's refusing to compromise. And I, there's not enough on this story. There's two sides and I'm only getting one side of it. And I'm not a fucking therapist. You went to, to a therapist already. Somebody who's educated and trained in that department. And they couldn't hash the shit out. Yeah. Sounds to me like you're done with the guy and ready to move. So move. But if it's something as simple as you just not liking the smell of marijuana smoke or something, he should switch to edibles. But being that you're blaming him for the mistreatment of a baby you haven't even had yet, are you even pregnant? Yeah. Sorry, ma'am, but sounds to me like you're finished. You got the seven-year itch. But that's your decision. Sounds to me like you're already halfway out the door. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. And then we'll come back and we'll do some headline news. Stay right here. We'll be back in one minute. Stan the Joke Man Show brought to you by the original Johnny Appleseeds, Henrietta, America. For a dime bag. Well, the original Johnny Appleseeds and Henrietta's got them. That's right, folks. Fashionable hemp made tote duffel backpack dime bags waiting for you at Johnny Appleseeds Henrietta. The original Johnny Appleseeds. The original Johnny Appleseeds, the sweetest smoke fake head shop dispensary in Oklahoma. Over 200 disposable vapes to choose from. Over 150 vape juices with the smoke kits if you're old school. Bedrock cigarette prices. Genuine Cavendish pipe tobacco. Wraps, cones, cigarillos, all the accessories. And the dispensary has new inventory. Oh, yeah! <laughs> Spin and win Friday, 25% off Saturday, and plenty of bud to choose from. Lots of edibles. And you'll get it all at the original Johnny Appleseeds, Henrietta, 918-652-2000. Welcome back to the Stan the Joke Man Show. I am Stan the Joke Man. Quick look at some of the headline news here in the Midwest. Looks like a Texas County Sheriff's Office has uh, arrested a precinct chief in an undercover prostitution sting operation. That's right. The Montgomery County Sheriff's Office said its organized crime unit in cooperation with Human Trafficking Rescue Alliance conducted the sting operation yesterday or day before yesterday evening at a uh, hotel in uh, Texas. Sheriff's Office said 14 suspects in total were arrested for solicitation of prostitution. Among those is Brian Harris of the Harris County Precinct 5 Constable's Office. Well, hell yeah, cops are the main guys who use prostitutes. Are you kidding me? That's a bullshit job being a police officer. You got to be born to do that shit. It is a highly stressful. All you deal with every day, all day is shit, 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 shit. Yeah, you only call the cops when shit goes down. So that's all cops see every day. Shit, 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 shit. Stressed out. And if he wants to go get laid and pay for it on top of that, mind your own fucking business. You know, I'm glad they're holding even police officers accountable for doing something illegal. But, folks, this whole prostitution thing is a waste of jail space. I don't know what the hell's the matter with you. I'm all about stopping human traffickers. If you legalize prostitution, that would stop 
human traffickers. And I know that immediately throws the holier-than-thou folks into a goddamn tailspin because you're legalizing prostitution. But think about it. Use your brain for a fucking second. Don't use your heart. Don't use any fucking adverbs and what-ifs and maybes and perhaps and all that chicken shit language. Use some honest language and consider this. Consenting, consensual adults coming to terms. Who gives a shit why they're going to bed? They've agreed to go to bed. They're going to have sex. This is a very private, intimate thing and none of your fucking business. Now, how they reached this accord, how they reached this agreement, we're really hot for each other, you're really good looking, I'm really good looking, well, I think you're really good looking, but I know you're only after me because I'm fucking rich, but I'm okay with that as long as my money keeps you on the hook. I'm glad to go to bed with you every night. None of your fucking business. Consenting adults. How they reached the accord, how they come together, on the terms is irrelevant give me an example you kick in the door of a thousand hotel rooms and in all thousand of the hotel rooms simultaneously you kick them doors in and in every single room consenting adults are having sex what are they doing illegal what are they doing they're screwing it's not illegal is it no so what do you give a shit how they got there as long as as they're consenting adults. Some women screw for cars. Some guys screw for a job. Some women screw for money. Some guys screw for drugs or a place to stay. My ex-girlfriend in Carson, California, who had me mule and dope in Compton, 1988. You think I did that for free? Hell no, I got vagina payments. Yes, it was worth risking my fucking life. <laughs> I was 18. All right, let's move on. And I want to leave you with something positive by talking about negativity, okay? I want to talk about negativity a little bit because, well... Donald Trump has uh, completely flipped once again, and this time he's um, screaming and yelling about he's really rooting for Joe Biden and he wants him to succeed incredibly, and oh, it's for the good of the country, and oh, they're flipping. They're flipping now. They're realizing their selfish, self-centered, self-serving bullshit isn't working anymore, and the tide's turning on them, so now they put the Cheeto on Sean Hannity the other night and he's ranting and raving about how he puts the country first insisting that he wants you know Biden to succeed I, I would rather have him succeed incredibly even if it meant a much tougher election and maybe even a loss yeah yeah this is after the goddamn tantrum he's been throwing he's been destructive He's been hurtful. He has lied, 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 lied. And none of that is working. So like the typical spoiled child. He's flipping, folks, because he has to. 
there always seems to be that one person that's just negative, 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 negative all the time. And they just pound you down, don't they? They wear on your damn nerves because there's so de- no positive energy at all. The way they're doing things right now, they understand this. They're talking about how the country is a disaster. It's completely falling apart. Everything is a fucking mess. As if all this just happened within a fucking year. All the shootings and everything. Remember who passed them laws? What party passed them laws putting guns in everybody's hands? What party is voted to keep them wages nice and low and everybody in the poor house? What party could have capped the cost of prescription drugs but didn't? And left you paying $600 a month for fucking insulin. And what party sits there talking bad about the country every day? They're bringing you down psychologically. You're being manipulated, folks, by those people. Don't take my fucking word for it. No fucking news. And you'll notice your mood improve. The reason why they're talking so negative about the country is because they want you to lose faith in the country. They want you to lose faith and disrespect the institution. They want you to lose faith and disrespect the institutions. And you're already doing it. Your country was attacked internally by domestic terrorists and they've marginalized it and got you looking the other way. They keep talking about free and fair elections, but who is it that's been breaking in and stealing and manipulating and lying and trying to throw out votes? Stop listening. Don't watch Tucker Carlson tonight. Don't watch Don Lemon. Watch a fucking porn film. A good porn with no political satire. (laughs) You're not going to do anything sitting there on your ass bitching. You're going to have to get up. I am not Tony Robbins. (laughs) I'm Stone Stan the Joke Man, but damn it, I try to keep it as positive as I fucking can all the time. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for the Stan the Joke Man show. We are our property of Joke Man Productions, LLC, broadcasting from the Boys Room Studio right here in Henrietta, America, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at high noon on Amazon and Spotify. I'm going to go crawl my sore ass. Wait, that didn't sound right. I'm going to go... I'm going to go soak in the tub. That's what I'm doing. I'm sore. Not just in the butt. (laughs) Guys, I'll be back Monday, high noon. Until then, adios, mi amigos, bye, and dios.